Welcome, friends. Merry whatever the fuck you celebrate. We are here to wage war on Christmas and give you folks the most exciting stories of the week. Today's stories include Peter Nygaard. Turns out he's a sex trafficker and uh, child rapist. There's a big, uh, big surprise there. Yeah. Uh, the Alberta consor- Conservatives continue to exploit the land in their province. And there was an attempted uh, coup in the Central African Republic. Yeah, and to celebrate, we are... Celebrate what? First episode, right before Christmas, I guess. It's the last episode uh, before Christmas. I brought out my bottle of Henny, very special cognac. And we're going to take a shot, all right? You ready, Cole? Yeah, it's the only only one take. All right. Only one take. There you go. Swear to God. All right, all right. This is going to be brutal. Cole, Cole can't drink alcohol, and it's pretty funny. Well, I guess we might as well play a drinking song while you do this. All right. All righty. You ready, Derek? Yeah, right here. Cheers. Merry Christmas. All right. Merry Christmas, folks. All right. Let's get to her. That was fun. How how did that go? That was pretty sweet. Did you like it? That wasn't bad. Really? Yeah. Oh, fucking gross. I do not like brandy. (laughs) <laughs> all right all righty so the first story that we got line up for all of you fellers out there and females who right now straight to your eardrums out of your stereo my goodness <laughs> so alleged winnipeg sex trafficker peter nygaard was arrested yes everyone hates him Oof. nothing new i've never heard uh someone say a nice thing about him i'm going to be real no everybody dunks on him yeah everybody does He's got, he's got that weird umlaut over the Y in his name. Like, why the fuck do you got that? Listen. No, it's because he's a fucking pervert dude, and he always has been. Like, I've heard stories from people you inside. You knew him in high school? Yeah, I knew him back in high school. He's 79 years old, same. No, but uh, I knew someone um, who used to work for him, and apparently there's yeah. quite a bit of stories about, it, about Damn. him. She wouldn't, she wouldn't indulge, but... She wouldn't go into detail. Said they're very fucked up. And... This is why it's fucked up. So, New York police and the FBI announced the charges on Tuesday. And he was arrested later that day by Winnipeg authorities. So, he was arrested in Winnipeg. Uh, the authorities nice. are seeking his extradition uh, right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was accused of... Sexual assault. Sexual assault, sex trafficking, and uh, child Seven molestation. Women. 57 women, many of whom were underage at the time, have accused him of rape and sexual assault trying to control his victims through threats, false promises of modeling opportunities and other career advances, financial support, and by other uh, coercive means, including constant surveillance, restrictions of movement, and physical isolation. Right, and then uh, Mr. Nygaard also, quote, sometimes forcibly assaulted, end quote, women who did not comply with his sexual demands, authorities allege. Yes, let's hear some background on mr nygaard here so he's basically the canadian epstein slash wine scene notice there's there's like almost also trump in the way he uh, presents himself well i don't know very flamboyant he has like the spray tan yeah well there's a picture of him with uh with pants on and you can just see his dick as opposed to pictures of him most pictures with him without his pants yes so there's a picture of him and his i think girlfriend or whatever who also helped him 
rate people. Just like just Lane Maxwell. Yeah, basically the same scenario. But uh, you could clearly, as clear as day, see his dick and balls. The outline? The outline of his dick and balls in his pants. He was not wearing any underwear, and everybody was very disgusted. <laughs> Anyways. He's worth, uh, so yeah, he's worth $800 million Canadian. Yeah, which is insane. Considering. So he's already a scumbag. Yeah. Well, wealth he accumulation. his workers. Through wealth accumulation, yeah. he's already scum. So, yeah. So, uh, background on Nygaard. He immigrated from Finland to Manitoba, Canada when he was a kid, about 11 years old. Graduated from the University of North Dakota with a degree in business. Started a clothing manufacturing company in Toronto called Nygaard Manufacturing, I believe. And uh, from that's headquartered in new york and international business yes, is yeah. known for his nygar clothing brand he's had allegations for many years yeah. dating back to the 1980s where he was accused of raping an 18 year old girl who was allegedly paid off by nygar to drop the charges yes now was it paid off or settled out of court actually no i don't think they settled i think he did pay them off oh either way it's, it's basically the same thing just illegal yes <laughs> off the books um he also allegedly used company money and employees to have two of his sons on different occasions, 14 years apart, travel to his properties and then have a sex worker he was seeing at the time rape them to make a man out of his sons. That's just that's, wrong that's on just so many up. levels. That's so, just unbelievable. You, yeah, just uh, my, my parenting, my parenting yeah. strategy is just, uh, just rape your kids, bro. I'm like, what? <laughs> what type yeah, of yeah, parenting? Okay, he flied. He's, his sons were 14 at the time. One was 14, I believe one was 15. 14 and 15? 14 and 15. Jesus, and he got a uh, prostitute, which is like no offense to sex workers at all. But like this um, particular one, he got her to have sex with his sons to make a man out of them. And they didn't know what, they, what was like. They didn't know that they were going to go into this. This was sort of sprung on them. Oh, so they claim. fuck my life. And they came out uh, with, about this Even his August. sons hate him. Yeah, he has seven kids with four women. Oh, kind God. of like Trump. <laughs> so it's like the rich, extravagant, pervert guy. And he also had an island, as you were mentioning before, yeah. in, in the Bahamas. Or, or... He used to have an island. He had basically a Mar- Monte Carlo. Or... Mar-a-Lago. Mar-a-Lago. There we go. Sorry. Not the book, The Count of Monte Carlo. Yeah. I, was, I knew I was wrong. Mar-a-Lago. Uh, it's basically the same thing, just in the Bahamas. I don't know where it's Trump actually own Mar-a-Lago? Yeah, he owns it. Oh. This guy had an, the same thing where people would come. He had like Robert uh, De Janeiro and... De, De Niro? Yeah. De Janeiro? Is that the French version? I don't fucking know. I'm so bad <laughs> with names. Fuck you. And <laughs> He's had, the dude he who gets... Uh, the, the Prince Charles. The... Oh, well, he's been fucking... Sex offender listen, or whatever. He's got, Prince Andrew or he whatever. He goes all the, all the... He had all the famous pedophiles to all this the island. All his friends. Yeah, Jesus. Did Epstein visit his island? To Bill Clinton? Okay. <laughs> Epstein and this guy were, had competition. They were in the same Clearly, market. Clearly, yeah. They must have had... He had an um, Instagram model help him lure his victims in sort of like um, fucking Maxwell there. Ghislaine Maxwell? Ghislaine. That's a fucking dumb name. I There's hate like that an name. H in there and everything. Yeah, and an fuck. I and an E. I can't do it. I can't do freaking regular, normal American Canadian names. Dan Smith. That's, yeah, I that's, can't do yeah. that. I'm sorry. I'm so bad at names. But it's the same thing. Uh, he had same, like he would pay them to be a massage therapist or whatever. Same thing as Epstein. Come in, 
abused them the way he did and then uh, had people over had big parties whatever mm-hmm. um i don't know if he had the blackmail um aspect to it as well that epstein did because epstein definitely uh blackmailed the people as well right uh, i mean i would assume so like if to stop them from speaking out you blackmail them and say, well, if you do speak out against me, you'll never have a career in modeling ever because yeah. I'll just blacklist your name, tell everybody that they shouldn't hire you, say that you're unprofessional, do all these things. I mean, that's how... That's just um, predatory uh, Harvey thinking. Weinstein did the exact yeah. same thing. It's predatory nature right there. Well, it's people just abusing their power, right? Yeah, and it's fucked up. Very fucked up. Anyways, he just got arrested. He's probably going to go to court in the States over it. That's all we know right now. I mean, accusations, but they're almost, almost... They're almost There's definitely true. There's so many. True. There's 57. They're de- almost definitely true. You can't, I'm not saying that they are true because they haven't been proven yet. Derek. But there's so many people coming out. It's like. I would assume they are. Yes, pro- such a history likely, of this. They are likely to be true. It's just they interesting. Also, well, they also tried to get him in 2015 and 2017, and now they just finally were able to. Well, why didn't they get him back then? I don't know. I didn't read it up on that. So there you go. He's getting clapped. Yeah, he's getting his. Cheeks clap. It's good. Well, next on the agenda, we have basically Alberta conservatives concerned about low oil prices turn to coal. Yeah. So uh, they're seeing that oil is tanking right now, and the oil sands are losing billions of dollars a year. They are. Remember, a lot of money. They dropped to what, what, $4 when the coronavirus initially hit a couple months? Oil went um, negative. I think that was the uh, U.S. crude oil, but it's technically negative, as in they were paid to un- they paid they people paid to someone. unload the shipment of oil off yeah, well, of it's there. A, it's a rare um, commodity because it can't actually go into the negative in the trading market. That's not possible. Yeah. It's just technically it was negative. Yes, it's very strange. Well, how it, how it works is uh, oil you buy you actually bu- actually buy the barrels through the stock market. And then you sell them. So when you buy uh, oil shares from these uh, companies, crude oil, you're actually buying the crude oil. And then you usually sell it before it reaches uh, whichever destination. But they, the, it was, the market was so far down, everybody was buying oil. And then it was, we had such a sur- Nobody sold. surplus. Yeah, Nobody no sold, sold oil. So, so, and why would you sell oil when it's only worth $4 yeah. a barrel? And then you could, yeah, so you couldn't sell the oil. So it was coming and then people had to pay shipping companies to hold the oil out at sea, basically. And that's, that's why it was in the negatives. And now, right now, prices for, for Canadian oil are chilling out around $35 a barrel. And of course, the conservatives in power, provincially in Alberta, are very concerned about this. Yeah. Some other facts uh, I'd like to share about the oil market in Canada is that Venezuela and the rest of the world and, and the rest of the world. Venezuela is not a province of Canada. No. Well, yet. it should be. It should be. Yet. I would love to have some Venezuela people in Canada. Well, okay. I mean, they can still okay. come here. It's not like they can't do no, that already. I, I, would, I would embrace them as part of Canada. Anyways, Venezuela has the most oil in the world with 
of uh, global oil oh, reserves. Know, reserves. Following Saudi Arabia, who yeah. possesses 16%, and then Canada in third place with 10%, nearly all of which is located in the oil sands. Alberta, as expected. Iraq uh, and um, Iran both have are in fourth place with uh, 9% of world's oil in their borders. That's right. Canada exports much more oil than we import. We export nearly 4 million barrels a day while importing uh, just under 1 million. However, what we export is crude oil uh, to be refined and then sold back to us at a higher price, the refined oil and gasoline and whatever. Right, because the oil refineries usually are located in the lower southern United States areas. Yes. So uh, we do not possess oil, the correct oil refineries here in Canada in order to refine the the oil. And it's very expensive to build and also pollutes significantly. Yeah. Um, also contributes to, that's where they make plastic as well, different yeah. types of plastic. And uh, we sell, I think it's around 80%, I think it's 80.5% uh, the United States? to the United States. I mean, understandably And so. then around like 16, 17% to uh, Saudi Arabia after that, then whichever countries want the rest of it. This crude oil produced from the oil sands, the bitumen, is called heavy crude oil. Now this oil is much harder fine and generally, the world views it as low, very low quality. Also being located in northern Alberta, the most efficient way to transport the oil is through pipelines. And when they do not have the pipelines, they use rail. Yeah. So this is probably why uh, Trudeau is pushing for all these pipelines. It makes sense. It's cheaper to get the oil to wherever you want to send the oil to, the states right. mostly. The Keystone XL pipeline is going through the states. The yeah. gas link pipeline is going into. Uh, British Columbia and the Trans Mountain Pipeline is going from Alberta through British Columbia to the ocean. Yeah, for tanking. So we got three big pipelines that are, they're trying to build. And, and uh, um, so Trudeau's pushing for these pipelines while simultaneously talking about our green energy. Oh yeah, he, he did release this emissions target. Yeah, so he released emissions target and he wants to lower emissions down by 2030, right? I think so. But he does that at the same time as pushing for these pipelines to be built to send more oil around the world uh, to fuck up the environment more, basically. That's right. So he, he introduced, uh, the federal government has proposed rules for its uh, clean fuel standard that aims to reduce uh, greenhouse gas emissions by reducing the carbon and fuels that people burn to run their cars and eat their homes. So that's diesel and gas. It would raise the cost of a liter of gasoline by 11 cents for the next decade, but it would decrease emissions by nearly 21 megatons by 2030. So, yeah. I mean, we talked about this last podcast. Mm-hmm. Trudeau bought the Trans Mountain Pipeline, $4 billion. He just had it lying around. Yeah, didn't get that money to the people. He bought a pipeline. Which violates the Paris Accord, which specifically states you're not supposed to build fossil fuel infrastructure. Yeah, you're supposed to move away from fossil fuel infrastructure, yet Trudeau is building these pipelines to send more, produce more oil for the world. Well, he's trying right? to raise Canada's GDP, but he's yeah, doing but it through- Yeah, this is the wrong uh, way to do it. Through old school means. It's not good. Yeah, this is a very conservative move. Mm-hmm. Not, um, not progressive at all, so- to break even in the oil sands, you need about $75 a barrel. U.S. 45, sorry. 45. 45. Sorry, I get my sevens US. and fours mixed up all the time. Listen, bro. It's That's, not. They're very different numbers, actually. I know. I know. I'm ones very bad. Ones and sevens, understandable. No. Fours and sevens? Come on. No, see, I see a 45 and then I say 75. That's what happens in my head. 
I don't understand why. It's some dyslexia thing. I don't understand what it is, but that's, I've done it my whole fucking life. And that's fucked up, dude. It was $45 a barrel to break even. And U.S. oil has to be at that price. Yes. Not so we, um, we would have to sell ours about that range to even make profit. We're at 35 right now U.S., so we're selling around there as well, I so think. So they're taking a loss right now when so they sell oil. So yeah, that's happening. Their uh, response to that, Alberta, is like, hey, you should move away from oil. Be a little bit more productive and progressive, you know. Let's go to coal. Alberta uh, has now opened, or about to open, six new... Six new open pit coal mines. Yes. Great. Yes. Very progressive of them. Now, they recently repealed, also recently repealed, a 44-year-old policy that protects millions of people's drinking water from being polluted by already existing coal mines. Five years ago, they also announced a plan to eliminate coal-fired electricity by 2030, uh, which seems very unlikely at this point. Yes, considering it, that it was most likely a lie, or they went back on their statement. That's right. And actually, this repealment of drinking water protection is similar to what happened in West Virginia a couple of years ago. Yep. Uh, after Trump took office, where they repealed regulations that made it more difficult for coal companies to dump waste into rivers where drinking water is taken from. Yeah, so, so they can pollute the water supply legally a lot easier now. Now, in this proposal, they also want to bring in private Australian companies to start ex excavating these pits. Yes. To do so this. To do this and to uh, make Alberta more interesting to them, they lowered the corporate tax rate from 10% to 8%, got rid of provincial parks in the coal-rich areas, and offered to only take 1% royalties on profits. It's important to include the government of Australia makes 7% off of the profits of these companies. In this scenario, Alberta will be making 1%, so they're only receiving uh, a cent on the dollar profit on this tax even australia is like that's fucked up they only have seven percent they should be they should own all of it personally that's in my opinion yeah same i i think so this coal is intended to be sold for making steel which accounts for five percent of global emissions alone yeah the uh smelting and production of steel so everyone which is basically selling it to china is that where steel steel is made in china yeah most oh. of it so this whole thing is just this whole thing is yeah it's just one big collective thing that just fucks the environment. It's just an environmental suicide. The world. It's just environmental suicide. So this thing that's happening in Canada is uh, contributing to China fucking up their uh, ecosystem, which then fucks up the, the rest of the world. And uh, we talked about last week about Alberta Conservative Party's approval ratings, which have tanked in favor was, of the NDPs. And it was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago? We, we talked about it on a podcast. Yeah, basically uh, the, the NEP is up in Alberta. Yeah, so I'm, I'm thinking this is why. This makes sense. A government yeah. that only cares about the export of fossil fuels and the exploitation of the land is not a government that the people want. Generally. Yeah. Yeah. No, Alberta's a lot more conservative. They're a lot, a lot more pro-fossil fuel. Yeah, very. But I don't think that they're this conservative with it. Just allowing private companies to come in rape the land for the resources and leave with all the profits and what do they get what do the albertans get it's just ridiculous how uh how they expect this to fly you know yeah like how, how are you going to get away with this they think the population isn't paying attention because of COVID 19 no. yeah the they're, shock doctrine they're just trying to get the uh, gdp up this is a great way to get the gdp up yeah it is it doesn't help anybody though 
Who does it help? No, the private companies. Getting, yeah, just the private companies. The people aren't getting any any of it. So yeah. what's the point? Might get black lung. So the yeah, they'll get, get black lung, and is, they might uh, get some uh, brown shit in their drinking water. Yeah, you might have to start buying those corporations uh, drinking water as well. Yeah, their bottled water that that they'll increases bottle. in price when there's more demand for it, like most products in the markets, yeah. which I think is immoral. No, one hundred percent is. Or specifically drinking water. Have that. You shouldn't have to pay for drinking water. Yeah. You shouldn't. You need it to live. You have to pay to breathe air. I'm sure they would love to do that. Yeah, sure they, they would. Love they to haven't modify, figured out a way. Modify air. But anyways. Yeah, this is, this is what happens with capitalism. Capitalism run rampant with no yeah. environmental regulations or controls. Where's the competition here? Where's the competition for green companies to come in and do this? Well, there isn't any because this is specifically talking about the coal sector. I know, but that's a conservative argument that it'll all be fixed within the market. This is within the market. Why isn't it being fixed? Because oh, if they say that the market is supposed to balance things out, they're full of shit. That's not what the market does. The market no. just tries to make money any way they can, exploiting whatever they can. Pisses me off. Yeah, it's bullshit. Anyways, let's move on. Manitoba NDP up in the polls. Yeah, they are. They've gone up, what, 5% above? The conservatives right now? 3%, I think. Okay. 3%. You got a minor um, foothold. Yeah. Which is much better than they were last quarter around September. So as literally everybody is passionately hating on Brian Pallister for being a ridiculous piece of shit, the NDP have been able to climb up in the polls. Province-wide, the NDP have 4% lead, so it was 4% in the polls, which is the first time they have led in the polls in the past year. Mm-hmm. Support within Winnipeg has skyrocketed as well, with about 16% lead within the city. They're leading in every single quadrant as well in the city uh, by significant margins in the northern half. Yeah. Significant margins. I think Winnipeg Central is like 56 points up. I mean, that's not surprising. <laughs> Generally, no. the poorer regions tend to go more MEP I'm pretty sure anyways, they always but... get, uh, get Winnipeg Central, but mm-hmm. it's just crazy. So most of the support has been stolen from the Liberal Party. You know, some small conservative support has also been stolen as well. Yeah. But mainly in the city, I I don't expect much change to happen in the rural areas, but you never know. Well, apparently in the women's demographic, all the the support for the NDP was taken from the conservative side. I see. And the liberals, liberal women stayed the same. So anyways, though the NDP is climbing the polls... It's mostly because of the conservatives' response to COVID. Yes. And the vaccine's going to come out soon, so. Yeah, so by next year, most people are going to have uh, taken the vaccine. Right, and it's not going to be. COVID's going to be sort of last year. And the public tends to forget very quickly. Yeah, that's the problem. We don't know if this lead is going to hold. Hold. And then the next election will be 2023. Well, unless it's called, which it might be called, because um, there's rumors going around that Brian Pallister will not make it till the end of the term. I think when you step down, up. they just have an interim leader. Yeah. For the rest of their term, they don't have to have an election. No, they don't, but they might uh, have election 22, what they're saying. Oh. I don't know. That's speculation. I read it on Reddit. <laughs> so uh, nice. I, I really don't know, but they want to put a woman up, apparently. All righty. So also something we covered yesterday. 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 Yes. Last we do this week. daily. Yes, we do. Last week I was, wish we could. Uh, huh. There's <laughs> not enough live. news every day, bro, bro. Bro, we could do it. We'll do like a Hassan Abi. We'll we'll just fucking react. React to literally Come anything on, and everything. Alrighty, so <laughs> according to what we covered last week about how the liberal government is is clawing back the SERP payments, the federal government announced that they have no plans 
for debt forgiveness over the whole Serb confusion, according to the employment minister, Carla Caltro. Of course. She said yesterday that she feels bad for Canadians who applied for the Serb, thinking that they met the minimum income requirement, only to learn that they might now have to repay thousands of the dollars that they took. She said, quote, there's not a conversation happening right now where we should forgive people, where we would not require people who are not eligible to pay it back. No. She's, end quote. In recent weeks, some 441,000 Canadians have received, quote, education letters from the Canada Revenue Agency asking for more info to determine whether they met the income eligibility criteria for the SERB payments they received. However, wording in the SERB application was not exactly clear. The SERB application states, specifically, that they made, quote, a minimum of $5,000 before taxes in the last 12 months or in 2019, end quote, in order to receive the SERB. That was one of the provisions underneath it. Yeah. And some self-employed Canadians say that they believe that meant all income, since there was no mention of expenses. The CRA insists self-employment income always refers to net pre-tax income or gross income minus expenses. So those expenses for... It's confusing for people that don't understand the business lingo. I mean, I guess not. I mean, like, I, I had to read that line a couple times to understand what it meant. And I have a diploma in business, right? I went to school for it. So... The expenses could include, like, costs and materials needed to run their business or work-related cell phone bills, you know, shit like that. Points out that the benefits, such as the GST credit or Canada Child Benefit, are based on the same definition of income. While the CIRA letters advise those who owe money to repay it by December 31st, the agency said that's for tax filing purposes is not meant to be a repayment deadline. Delaying repayment could inflate a taxpayer's income in 2020 and affect entitlement to credits and benefits. So they might want to pay it back soon, but, you know, the CRA hasn't been collecting on new debts since the pandemic, which is good. Agency also said it will resume collection activities, quote, when it is responsible to do so, end quote. So huh, this never. Yeah, never. Okay, so they fly or wave money in your face, say, here, take this. We're not going to claw back unless you're like abusing it, mm. right? So now they come out and they're just like, just kidding. We need it all back if you didn't understand the application process. If you receive money because of a misunderstanding on our part, we're going to claw back the money that you took in good faith. Now that money's already spent on living expenses, like food and shelter. Right. Warmth, water, stuff like that, stuff to live. Government loan sharking. Yeah, so now they're just saying, hey, we need it back now. Fuck you guys. Yeah, it's messed up. Now, one liberal MP, Sean Casey, he's told his constituents possible solution to this CERB income threshold. He's been telling people to contact their tax filers to discuss amending the 2019 returns by shifting some eligible expenses to another tax year or by simply not claiming them. And that could boost their declared net incomes and retroactively make them eligible for the CERB, apparently. So hmm. there are some loopholes okay. that, that self-employed people could take. So it's That's not all doom and gloom, but, you know. That doesn't mean it's going to work, though, in every case. Yeah. Well, like, self-employed people, it's very hard to be self-employed already. Yeah, you're already you, under so much stress. Or, you're already uh, getting double taxed. Yeah. You don't have the same security as someone that's working a 9-to-5 at a big corporation has. 
mm-hmm. right? So it just it feels gross. Leaves a gross taste in the back of your mouth type thing. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. You know, that's what government does. <laughs> they also are doing this at the same time that they are allowing massive corporations to give their shareholders massive dividends and uh, bonuses to their executives while, while simultaneously claiming uh, government funds. While they're getting wage the loss, subsidies. Yeah. Letting so corporations up. take the money and fucking over the small person is a bit fucked up, in my opinion. Yeah, it is messed up. NDP's yeah. fighting it, though. They are? Yeah, you can sign they petitions are. on the NDP site. Go visit uh, ndp.ca. Uh, sign the petition. Show your support. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't believe in uh, the NDP, you should definitely sign these petitions. That's right. Yeah, you should. Because you, should your support. you deserve the support, not these corporations. Yeah. They need, they need these signatures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Help fight for working class people. All right. So going to Africa now, UN peacekeepers yeah. say rebel push in Central African Republic under control. Now, the Central African Republic in Central Africa, yep. as stated, uh, three armed groups. <laughs> <laughs> I were, like how you had to say in Central Africa. If stated. you guys needed help on <laughs> yeah. the geological location of this place. Now, three, like saying the United States of America is in America. Well, and they're all united. <laughs> they're united. Now, this place, if you didn't know about the Central African Republic, it's located centrally in africa and is a republic yeah it ain't south africa no no and not northern africa either no that's more europe or uh, egypt not europe (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what i was saying there so us here in canada in uh what's referred to as western africa (laughs) the cold western africa Uh, here in canada yeah you know so we're fucked up uh, three armed rebel groups <laughs> were met with UN peacekeepers when they attempted a coup on December 19th, yesterday for us. The UN says it's under control, and the election um, that was uh, meant for December 27th will proceed as planned. It will not be postponed. It will not? I thought it said it would be. No, it didn't. It didn't? No. Are you lying to me? I'm not fucking lying to Let you, dude. Let me check. Check the article. Okay. Yes, there was a coup on December 19th. You had to get something straight. That's why we had, there might be a jump. Yes. All right. So never mind about those elections. This uh. attack, these three rebel groups were repelled by the United Nations <laughs> yeah. and prevented from reaching the capital, even though apparently there's still some residing 150 kilometers from Bangui. Bangui is the capital yeah. of Car, uh, Central African Republic. It's important to know that these three armies control most of the country's territory, right? Yeah, these three rebel groups that attempted to overthrow the capital already control most of the country's territory. So that's not a good sign. Now, the former president, Bozize, was like a dictator for quite a while, and he's leading some of these groups. In a joint statement, a group known as the G5+, France, Russia, the US, the EU, and the World Bank, urged Bozize and the allied armed groups to lay down their arms, calling for elections to go ahead on December 27th. The 11,000 strong MINUSCA force warned Saturday that it would use all means at its disposal, including planes, to prevent violence. Meanwhile, Bozize denied the former leader wanted to carry out a coup. Now, uh, if you're wondering the background, so the, the car, 
spiraled into conflict when uh, Bozize, a Christian, was ousted as president by the Salika, which is a rebel coalition drawn largely from the Muslim minority, back in 2013. That coup triggered a bloodbath between the Salika and so-called anti-Balaka self-defense forces, which were mainly Christian and animist. And France then sent its army to intervene. And after a transitional period, elections were staged in 2016 and won by the current president, Tuadara. So there has been a lot of fighting within this uh, region. Well, it's unstable. I mean, it's... Yeah. It's the Africa. past 10 years here. I mean, it's Africa. Come on. Yeah, Africa's a bit fucked up that way. Because of the colonization that occurred. Yeah, um, Europe came and fucked them up a little bit. Yes. So... And now there's power vacuums and uh, genocides going on and stuff. Police brutality in Nigeria. They're not doing too well. Is awful. I mean, there's, they just rescued a couple hundred girls who were kidnapped recently in Nigeria, so... Yeah, also good. That's, that's gross. They were on school buses, weren't they? I have no idea. Absolutely no idea. <clears throat> They're stealing kids. Yeah, what's up with that? That's well, oh, they tell you what, that that's Peter Nygaard, yeah. the next level. Yeah, the next level of Peter Nygaard. Yeah, that's 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 uncomfortable to think about. You know, that's very uncomfortable to think about. Unfortunate, you know. The but. the whole sex trafficking ring. Mm-hmm. Also, like Peter Nygaard and Epstein, they used people that were already a bit damaged. They would go out looking for these damaged people or poor people mm-hmm. who did not. Uh, understand what was going on yeah the, like drug addicts and stuff yeah. Yeah, easy to take not, advantage not of that just people that don't uh know system well oh the naive yeah people right? just entering the like if you're if you're from like third world country you're however 10 12 years old you don't know what's going on in the states you don't know all this bureaucracy and stuff yeah right or so how when, the modeling it, or yeah. how the modeling industry works yeah so when you get a promise from some person that uh, you're going to have a better life you're going to be able to make have food you're going to have, be able to have fun drinks have drugs all, all these things or whatever promising okay. dead you're going to get uh sent around put into a sex trafficking ring but it, it doesn't look that way you don't they don't necessarily know they're a little naive yeah that's kind of my thoughts it's gross it's gross this is gross bad stuff bad stuff going on in the world i hate it i hate it i hate it all right, people. That's all the stories we had lined up for our all right. podcast today. Hopefully, that's it was, all we got. We laughed a little bit more, even though we laughed at the wrong things. Listen, it's <laughs> that's the only things to laugh at. What else is there to laugh at now? I'm sorry. I promise you, we're good people. We're totally good people. I hope you guys enjoy Christmas <laughs> with your family. No, we're or waging not with war. Your family. We're waging war on Christmas. Oh, that's what we're doing. Right. Right. That's what the right wants us to do. Right. Well, that's what the right things is happening. Yeah. The Corona's raging war on Christmas, dude. You yeah, can't well, get together I and see your family. I can't even go have, have Christmas steaks with my family. I can't have banana splits with my grandparents because Pallister. I already yelled about that in the last podcast. I yeah, don't need did. to yell about you it again. You don't have again. to go on again, dude. Broken record, man. Fuck, man. Anyway, I hope you guys Every- download this podcast. Check us, follow us out on Twitch, Twitter, uh, Facebook, you know, the InstaGs. Yeah, actually download this. We need you to download this podcast. Please. Please, please do it. Jesus send it to your Christ, friends. Please, for the love don't, of God. Don't even listen to it. We need this. I mean, this is I the end. This. this is the end of the podcast. You definitely listen throughout the whole thing. If no one's listening, point. dude, no one's here. No, no one made it this far. We're, we're talking to blank air, but. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so if you are here, you know, just download that, that mofo and, yeah. uh, yeah, thanks for listening. That was the Canadian perspective. <laughs> and 
where we're signing off.